got that sport, we got that joke, we got that. And we just getting started, so don't turn me down, stop that. From LA all the way to the A. Maddie and Cohen got so many things to say. Switching up the topic quick as I switch up the flow. So make sure you pay attention. Okay, ready, here we go. It's the Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate. Whoop, whoop, welcome to the Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate. Whoop, whoop, welcome to the Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate. Whoop, whoop, welcome to the Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate. Whoop, whoop, welcome to the Daily Degenerate, Degenerate. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Daily Sports Podcast number 84. I'm Maddie Goldberg in beautiful LA. What a gorgeous day it is today. And I'm joined in the shittiest state of the nation, Georgia. Well, the peach I, state. I think with the new laws that got passed, the general consensus says it's probably Alabama. That is correct. Yeah. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm not. I used to live in Alabama, too. Um, you ladies and gentlemen, the, you were a, you were a Bama. Yeah, oh, sorry, I keep stepping on your introduction. Yeah, don't worry about it. My toes are sore enough. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I, I am... won't step on your introduction. Uh, yeah, sure you won't. Um, ladies and gentlemen, again for the eighth time, I am the Michael Rappaport of the South. I am podcast poppy. I am the professional devil's advocate, and I am the Johnny Sins of podcasting. My name is Cohen Hughes, coming to you live from Smyrna, Georgia. Right where the Braves Go play. Go into the Braves game tonight. Be at the Braves game. Ulysses Chassin versus Max Fareed. Should be a nice little battle. You excited to see Christian Yelich play? Oh, yeah. That's the MVP. Yo, if you if you want to see a stud after the game, you go to the bars. You hit the bars by the game. And he rolls like he can. He is a, he's a good-looking man, I must say. He hits home runs. What is the bar? What is he going to the bars? Did he tweet that or something? Like, what's your, what's the point? No, of I don't bars? think he would tweet it, but I, you know, I'm saying if he did, he would clean up. He would get all the chicks that Thomas Penland would try to get. Yelich could get in his, you know, with his eyes closed. You guys better hope he doesn't hit the bars after the game. God, I hope not. I mean, you got cousins and stuff too, right? Yes, like most of America, I have cousins and stuff. Well, you don't want him to hang out at the bars, I'm telling you that. Dude, if Christian Yelich wanted to fuck my cousins, I would be definitely okay with that. What about Burton Brown? That's a different story. Burton Brown doesn't have pristine athletic ability and a good-looking money. face. Well, money was the third option, but... Yeah, but he does smoke pot with his dad. That is that is true. At Grateful uh, Dead concerts. Exactly. So how are you feeling? You doing all right? Yeah, we're doing good. I was at work this morning, um... Got off around 2 o'clock, drove home, got a nice-ass meal at Chick-fil-A. Spicy chicken sandwich, add nice. bacon, add cheese. Um, yeah, you can't go wrong with sweet that. Sweet tea fries, had, I love it. I had beef and broccoli just now for a Chinese place. I love it. I fucking, you mean like Mongolian beef? I don't know what it is. I it's just like a beef kind of broccoli sauce? and white rice. It's just like in a soy sauce with <laughs> broccoli, and then I put all the white rice on it, and I fucking... Nosh that shit down yeah, hard. I, I think it's really Mongolian beef. It probably is, but I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if it's Mongolian. Wow. I don't give a fuck if it's dog food. I don't. I, it's whatever it is. It's good. And they say they were progressive out west. It's delicious. That's all I gotta say. So I was walking down the street, and I was I ran to one neighbor, and he's like, "Oh, uh, so I live next to a big high school," and he's like, "They have a." Uh, uh, 
a semifinal tomorrow baseball team at three. You should go if you want to. I'm like, yeah, I'll think about it because, you know, I live like good 30 feet from the high school, 50 they, feet, you they, know. They let you be that close to a high school? I thought you'd be on they, some list somewhere. Yeah, well, that was in the movie The Hangover. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm allowed to be near the high school. So I was like, yeah, it's a pretty cool school, you know, like Andy Reid went there. And he's like, Andy Reid, he's like, Andy Reid grew up right here. Like, he showed me Andy Reid's childhood home. I didn't know this. Andy Reid lives, he grew up like four houses away from me. Wow. Like, that was his childhood home. It's crazy. Like, I had he, no is he from idea. there? Did he move there? No, he's from there. He went to, he went to the high school near my house. He, he sold hot dogs at Dodger Stadium because I live about three miles from Dodger Stadium. And uh, he played football at the high school that, you know, he, it's like literally across the street. He could walk like it was probably like 50 feet from the walk to the high school. And then he's like, the guy's like, oh, and you know, I know something else. Wade Phillips' daughter lives across the street. I see this girl all the time. She's pretty cute. And I always go by their house. I'm like, why the fuck are they always watching the Texans? So I guess they still have the, the, like, you know, the grand. Well, no, the grandpa was uh, Bum Phillips. He's a little before your time. He's one of the greatest head coaches of all time. He was the, he was the Oilers coach from like probably 75 to 80. And he was a really funny guy. Look up Bum Phillips. That's Wade's dad. And then he was the Saints coach. And he was almost the first Saints coach to get him to 500 in the <laughs> 80s. So you never heard of Bum Phillips? No, nah, never. Look up the, the Oilers, Love You Blue. He was this really colorful coach that wore a cowboy hat. And his son is Wade. So his daughter, his granddaughter, Wade's daughter, lives like 20 feet from me. I see her all the time. Now I got to ask her. Ask her what? Like, what do you, gonna, know, what do you mean like, you got to ask her? All I was like, Wade, you're dead. And I'm like, how about some free <laughs> tickets? Because now, now he's the L.A. Uh, defensive coordinator. Yeah, he has a D.C. But uh, she's a cutie. I'm sure she appreciates you saying that. Well, no, what if I said she was fucking ugly? I'm, sh I'm sure she wouldn't hear it. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. I mean, it's always cool to hear about this shit. Yeah, but, it like, is. it's funny that, to know that, like, Andy Reid, like, a gay couple lives in his house now. They're really? very nice. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'm like, he probably took, like, massive dumps and that shitter, like, you, 40, that, 50 that years ago. That is the weirdest like, fucking thing to think about. Why the I'm just fuck would you just say that out loud? I'm just thinking like the 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 guys that moved in there now, and they're very dude, I, nice. Dude, I bet Wade Phillips used to take fucking or Andy Reid used to take humongous shits in that house. Like, I'm sure. The, I, I'm sure that's what she thought the about. They're up. like, well, how much does the house cost? They're like, well, it's a mill, and they're like, well, you know, Andy Reid's a big fat guy, and he probably took like giant disgusting dumps. Let's get it down to eight hundred thousand. I would hate to hear what goes on in your head. On an hourly basis. Oh, it's bad. God. But but that is uh that's pretty cool. If you no, ever come is. out here, I'll I'll give you a tour of everything. They also the high school they filmed all these movies there. So Space Jam was filmed there too. Um, did did Wade Phillips like does he live with a granddaughter because she's so close or no, well it's his daughter. Yeah, it's his Bum daughter. Phillips. Yeah, no. Oh. I've never seen him, which is funny because oh, now yeah, I'm weird. gonna look out for him. And, but and, I've always noticed that they're all like there's a giant TV through the window. So when I'm walking dogs, I always notice like they're always watching the the uh, Texans, 
And it must be still like a connection because, you know, in the late 70s when the Oilers were really good, they lost to the Steelers twice in the conference championship game. There was a whole bump Phillips, love you blue. And he was just such a colorful, funny guy. I'll send you some videos after this of him. Is he still alive? No, he died about three or four years ago. Hmm. And then that's how Wade got into coaching. Because his dad? Wade, yeah. I mean, his dad's like a funny redneck. Really? He's just like a guy with a cowboy. Like like back then, now like nowadays, all coaches they wear like the the jer- They have to wear like what I what I really hate about the NFL now is that the coaches have to wear like their teams uh call you know like the jackets, the shirt and shit, the hat, and they all have the same hats and shirts. So they all look the same because like the NFL's like, all right, this week you're gonna wear this. I mean, Belichick is the one guy that like. Well, he takes the fine the every year. Like, they fine him like $600,000 or something crazy exactly. every year, and he just doesn't do it. Like He, he pays it. That's his Yeah, well, why would you? And and he still wears the Patriots, but he looks he just, like a bum with well, the hoodie. Well, no, he, he literally cuts his own fucking hoodies with scissors. He cuts the arms off the hoodies. Like, my man, like, you're and you know God bless him. Nantucket, like, goddamn, put a, put a real hoodie on, you know? Like, you're, I know you're cold. But God bless him because he's trying to stand out, and he's just like, that's who I am. So, like, if you look like Bump Phillips, the guy wore, like, a fucking, you know, like, blue jeans. I bet he took like these shits, too. A sick, a sick, see, you got the same sick mind as I do. Yeah, no. He had a sick belt buckle. Like, you know the, like, rednecks or the crazy-ass belt buckles? Yes. Like, Bubba which is funny. Because when I was on New Year's Eve a few years ago, I went out to dinner and I went near Pasadena, and it was the all Rose people Bowl. from Georgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all had, like, the Georgia Bulldog belt buckle. I'm like, Jesus fucking oh, dude, Christ. they're, all, they're These guys... all white trash. Yeah. Uh, they're loyal, though, I'll tell you that. I mean, they took over this restaurant. It now, was Georgia all people from fans. Georgia. And for some odd reason, I, I don't know if it's because, like, we're the, kind of like, the richest state in the South, but, like, Georgia fans seem to travel, like, really well. Like, yeah, whenever, oh, yeah. Uh, like, whenever, like, the Notre Dame game happened, I did not expect that there to be a split crowd there like there was. Well, the thing about that is, like, how often do you get to go to fucking touchdown Jesus? How often do you get to see that? Yeah. So, yeah, so back then, like, you know, you had, like, Tom Landry. I hope you know what Tom Landry is. Yes. Come on. Yeah, I said yes. All right. Like, he wore a hat. He wore a fedora hat. He's you know, got he didn't wear a suit. That's why there's fucking eight oh, he is. fucking Tom Landry high schools in Texas. Yeah. I mean, he wore a suit. He had a hat. He didn't wear, like, cowboy shit. It really started in the 90s. But all these coaches back there could dress the way they wanted to. You know? And so I'm like, like Jerry Glanville, he was a coach of the Falcons. Mm-hmm. He just dressed in all black. Yeah, yeah. He would, he would wear, know, like, he wear, he would, he would wear, like, denim jackets. Yeah. Like a black denim nah, he jacket. he was a fucking character. I always love seeing the videos of him. Yeah, he's a the funny guy. The only video guy. I hate seeing of but him that. is whenever he fucking tells Brett Favre that if the plane crashes, then the next three buses crashes, he's still not getting in the game. That's pretty funny. Like, what a fucking idiotic thing to say. In well, you know what? I, I, I will give Glanville this on, on the Brett Favre. The first year of Brett Favre with the Falcons, he did nothing but drink and party. Take Vicodin. And, well, he wasn't taking Viking yet because he wasn't getting in the games. Yeah. But 
I mean, it's one of those things where the Falcons is like, why did we get rid of him? Maybe there's a curse of Brett Favre. But the truth is, he was nothing but a drunk. He was a 21-year-old, 22-year-old drunk there. And it was like, what are we going to do with this kid? I mean, the Bruins, the Boston Bruins had a really good player. They drafted him like second or third overall named Taylor Sagan, who's now pretty good on the stars. Any relation to And, you know, they thought, no. But they thought he was going to be the future, and he was just like a dumb kid that couldn't show up on time. It was always Manziel getting in trouble. Exactly. But he w- no, but he did good, though. That's the thing. He just, like, didn't care about the rules, and he's a dumb 21-year-old kid, and they shipped him away because it's like that's not how we want to build a team. And I heard him for a lot of uh, for a lot of years. I think it set them back, but, you know, I forgot my original point. Me too. Why do I have a stuffy nose right now? It's so beautiful know. out. No, it's because the weather is like really changing. Gentlemen, we are back on the air. Maddie forgot to pay his internet bill, so they cut it off. But he has raced all the way down, down to the local that. McDonald's, and he is podcasting from the number fifty-six booth with a quarter pounder in his hand. I wish. Well, Chinese food in my belly, baby. So what are we talking about? Your stuffy nose, but we're not going to talk about that. What we are going to talk about is um, the Sports. uniforms thing. That we were talking about before, yeah, the before coaches, yeah, yeah. So now coaches have to wear like the the uni- like you know, it's stupid because every week they have like a different design shirt or jacket, and yeah. the coaches this week's all have the military to wear that. Week. This week is Mother's Mother's Day. This week is Thanksgiving. This week is, you know, the Navy or whatever. You know, I thought it was like a different theme to all the coaches' shirts, and you know, like sometimes they'll be wearing the crazy flat bill hats, and the other times they'll be wearing the other you know fishing hats with the big brim on them you know i'm actually google imaging mom phillips right now there's a funny picture of him like a a cowboy hat like this crazy cowboy jacket it's hysterical and that's what he coached in like you should google image right now well i i mean i kind of disagree with you like I think the coaches should have to wear something at least related to the team. I don't think you should be able to go like a slob up there. Disagree. I'm looking at Bum Phillips' picture from uh, coaching the Oilers, and I love it. I fucking love it. I do think the NBA goes too far with making coaches wear a fucking jacket and tie every every game. I wish you well, could I do like it. Like- I, I like the. I like in college, like like say take Mick Cronin, who's going to be the coach of UCLA. I don't know if he's any good. He's been the coach at Cincinnati. You know, they have good regular seasons. They don't do well in the tournament. Like, he's this weird, bald guy who dresses all black. Like, he's just, like, dressed in black from head to toe. And I like that he's like, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to be the dude that dresses all in black, like I'm some weirdo or something. Well, I was, I, like thinking, I was thinking more along the lines of, like, you you know the little tournaments in the Bahamas and then – Yeah, yeah, you know, the they get to wear ones. the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, yeah. I, li- I like the Buzz Williams – uh, whenever he coached Marquette, yeah, he's wearing funny. a neon yellow fucking Hawaiian shirt. I like. I, oh, he I knows. Would, he. Yeah, he I would knows. rather do something like that. You know, I, I, I don't think you should make them wear a jacket and tie or shirt and tie or whatever the rule is. Well, well those tournaments are funny because they all look like they work at Trader Joe's and yeah, shit. Yeah. And then you get to see how they look. And then like the funniest guy is a coach in Notre Dame. I think his name is Mike Bray, and he he's a good guy, but he's terrible dresser. He wears these khaki shorts. With these fucking sandals and a shitty Trader Joe's like 
Not a Trader Joe's shirt, but it looks like I work at Trader Joe's. What's bullshit. his name? What's his name? Uh, Mike Bray. Is he Jewish? No. Man, you, you hate can't Jew. dress. Even though you're Jewish, you hate being Jewish. Yeah. Hold on, let me find. I wish uh, I was Jewish. I'll I'll even e- uh, email you the picture. Don't it's funny it we're not me. talking about sports today. Yeah, I'll text it to you. You're talking about email and stuff like this is 1990. All right, what do I got to look up? Mike Bray, Hawaii. It's got to be here. I mean, it was funny. It was tweeted about a lot, too. I mean, it's just one of those things to where, honestly, like if you're a basketball oh coach, my you should just God. be able to wear like sweats or something, you know? Like, then there's a pic. I just found a picture and they won a game and he's, he's got his shirt off and he's only wearing a lay. Oh, God. And in the locker room and he's he's flexing. And the guys are all laughing. Yeah, so this picture, uh, yeah, he looks like such a slob. Hold on, I'm going to text it to you right now. It's like it's like a dude that you go to high school with that's just like a dork. And he owns it. Just, just like, you know, like that dude's just a dork. It's probably the way you dressed in high school because you're a dork. Oh, I, I don't dress well. I'm just going to go ahead and say I love wearing just gym shorts and a T-shirt and shit. All right, I texted you that, and I'm going to text you Bum Phillips. Should we talk about basketball a little or anything or hockey or um, – How's the ladies treating you? Are Thomas Penland's ugly girlfriend? God, this dude looks like shit. What do you think of that picture? God. You probably dressed like that in high school. Yeah. Um, now, nah, we can talk about basketball for a little bit. Um. We had two pretty good games since we've uh, last spoken on what Tuesday is when we last did the episode. Um, oh my god! Wait. What'd you say? I just wanna. I wanna text you. I wanna text you this we'll, picture because we'll you're gonna laugh. Out loud so let me do my goddamn thing. Well, whatever, bitch. So you wanna throw down. So um, we had two pretty good games over the past two days. Um, yeah. Raptors Bucks was. Um, was pretty good up until about six or seven minutes left in the game, you know, when the Raptors finally ran out of gas. They did run out of gas. Thanks. And I I thank God for that because I made my biggest bet ever on that game. I put 200 bucks on the under. Well, it was like 217, wasn't it? It was 218. And I was like, here's my thoughts. I'm like, I bet the over game one Golden State Portland. It didn't even get close. So I'm like, how the hell? Toronto sometimes puts up 10 points a quarter. Milwaukee's got good D. There's no way. If if Portland and Golden State can't get to 222, this game ain't going to 218. And the first half was very high scoring, and I was like, oh, fuck. And then it slowed down. And what I would do is, I'm so crazy, Cohen. On my phone, you can update like the live betting so you see what they're giving on it. So sometimes it was like 224 over under. And I'm like, oh, I'm so fucked. And then it would go down to 222. Then it would go down to 218. Then it went down when it went down to 213, I felt pretty safe. Yeah. And I think it ended at like 211, 212. But there's that moment in the last minute where you're like, don't foul, Toronto. don't foul. Oh. Just everybody, everybody, chill out. No more points even need to be scored. Yeah. I mean, like Toronto could have extended the game. I was about to say, you it was know, only like, what, a six-point game maybe at that point? Yeah, sometimes they – and pros, they don't really extend the game because they just know that guys can hit foul shots. College, they'll, 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 the last minute can go – can put 30 points I was about up. to say, even Zion, who wasn't 
necessarily great at free throws. Missed a few yeah. free, key free throws for Duke. I mean, down the stretch. Of course, but the and that's the point is like, if you're down by six with thirty seconds to go in college basketball, especially the tournament, you're gonna foul till you know the last second, and you can mm -hmm. you could potentially score twenty twenty points can be scored in thirty seconds. Yeah, the way it's like you know a team fouls, it's like twenty eight seconds. Then you score, it's down to 20 seconds. Then you foul again, it's down to 18 seconds. And then it just like it, it could, it, you have the over under, you're sweating that out. So yeah. Toronto threw the white flag in. I won. It was a good game. It seemed like Milwaukee started out a little rusty. Yes, they did. They even lost the whole um, the first quarter and the first, first half. half. Yeah, they lost both. Yeah. And I know I had the first out. quarter. They screwed me. Yeah, I mean, we I, that was a good bet, and I would have taken that bet too because you just assume, like, you know, they're going to come out and they're just going to be on fire and Toronto's going to be gassed. But it wasn't the case. Sure wasn't. I was doing the same thing yesterday in reverse for the over. I had um, two overs yesterday. One of them was uh -huh. a 220 and a half um, for the Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers. And then I had the alternate under is the lowest I could go <clears throat> on the first screen was like two fourteen and a half. Yeah. So I put 20 bucks on both of those. Um, they made me sweat it out for a little bit. It was that night that me and Brad and Burton went to little pump. And yeah. um, as soon as, or yeah, yeah. Right before we went in, because little pump didn't go on till fucking 10 or 10 30 or whatever. Yeah. Um, right before we were going in, we, um, we caught the rest of the game and, um, <clears throat> I was cheering four fouls, and, and, and they did happen. I almost thought I was fucked with about a minute and 20 to go, but uh, um, I think they made it all the way to 224, 225. When it was all said and done, it wasn't close, but like you said, the last about 90 seconds. We're, oh, we're it's steamy. a sweat, we're right? Steamy, boy. God. When you, got, when you got 200 bucks on it, it is a fucking, yep. like your heart is pumping, and, and yep. it's just like when it was over, I was like, I was relieved because I, I also accepted I was going to lose. Really? Because they did score a lot. The game was up and down. I was like, Lowry was just draining threes and he was killing me. Yeah. And the, and the other things that were killing me in that game was, I think twice there was buzzer shots. And those things, uh, yeah, the quarter buzzer five beaters? extra points. Yeah, not sure. Yeah, that there was a buzzer beater in the first quarter. There was a buzzer beater at the end of the first half where Toronto had a three at the buzzer. And, they, and you know, they had five seconds to score and it just like, those five, seven points do add up. Oh, they I sure mean, do, yeah. So, you know, as far as the series, I think Milwaukee's going to take over. I said both series will be five. Portland had a great chance to win yesterday. Yeah, they, they blew it, it they, dude. I don't even know. I mean, I, th I, I thought that was the game to steal last night, you know? Like, that just wasn't yeah. even – come on. By the way, I hate to do this to you, but I, uh, I looked up Wade Phillips' daughter – and it's I see her, her all the time. What's that? And it's not her. It's not the same chick. No, it is. Oh. And I'm like, she is a smoke show. But I just see her like in regular clothes all the time. So I'm just like, whatever, you know, like I'm, she's cute. But I see her all the time. I, I just sent you a picture of her. Thanks. So I sent you a picture of Bum Phillips. I, I picture a uh, picture of Wade Phillips. And I sent you a picture of something else. Oh, Mike Bray in shorts. So, would you say both series are going to go five? I don't know. I, I don't even know if Portland makes it to five now. I mean, I know they're uh, going back to Portland, but 
I God. think they win a game. I think they win a game at home. It's just amazing that Golden State is going to do this without Kevin Durant and without like, DeMarcus like, Cousins. Yeah, but I don't even think Cousins really did anything for them. I really don't. You know, I don't. I I think with him it was like, yeah, whatever. It took him too like, long to get back in the rotation. I think they they have better chemistry without him. To be honest, like it's just too many guys. Like they don't. They didn't really need him. Yeah, there is only know? one basketball in a game. So tonight it's two seventeen and a half. The over under still very high. The Bucks are minus six and a half. I think the Bucks win easily tonight. Uh, I think like the Celtics series. You know, the Celtics were able to finish game one. Uh, I think then the Bucks just took over. I think they take over. Maybe the Raptors win the game at home. As you said, Leonard looked pretty gassed in the fourth quarter. He's so important. Yeah. He, like, whenever you rely on someone like that for so long, like, God, it's going to come crashing down sometime. And what do you think of this Lopez guy? I mean, he's been in the league forever, and he's like, he's he's having a great fucking playoffs. I, I think this, and I mean, this is going to sound super cliche, but this is something that really can't be said enough to me. And as much as I hate it, as much as I know you hate it, um, that's the way that the league is going now. Big men yeah. with, with even a little bit of a skill set like him, kind of an in-between player, like it can crash the boards and can get nasty in the post, but, you know, has enough skill set to play outside. Just go yeah. ahead and sell out and just learn how to shoot threes like he does. And yeah, look, I mean, he, like it, that's a brand new role for him. That's a Ferrari that he gets to drive because he figured out how to shoot threes. He is so important. I mean, now. Now, nowadays in the NBA, if you're a big guy, you got to shoot threes. Like it's like no matter how tall you are, you have to shoot threes. I mean, there are very few like, exceptions for for like defensive anchors and you know yeah. like, I mean even even Jokic can shoot threes, you know, and and he yeah. he's the perfect high post player. It's this is a message to all the other guys in in the league. Like, look, dude, like you have got to learn how to at least adapt to the game, play in space, play outside, six, 10 and shoot. under. Like you're you're six ten and under, yeah. you got to learn how to shoot threes. There are even Which a few you, of these kids coming out of college that are seven foot that'll shoot threes. And that's the thing, because for years it was like, yeah, just play inside, you know. Yeah. Just just play inside. You don't have to worry about shooting. But now, like, the 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 game has gotten smaller, and you see, like, Golden State is such a small team. And if you have a big man, you got to shoot. You got to learn how to shoot, or else you're not going to last long in the league. Yeah. Unless you're just a 12, 20-minute defense specialist. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, tonight, especially, I would be willing to say that Toronto does not cover the six and a half. Um, I agree. I think the Bucks. this is going to be a double-digit almost game, probably. Um, for the over-under, I... I kind of agree with you. I think Toronto um, kind of anchors down and holds down the Bucks scoring because the Bucks can score fast, but once they try to match the pace of play with the, with the Raptors and try to dictate that, um, I don't think there will be 210 points scored. I think the over is a humongous, humongous play right here. It, it is, but it scared me because it was so close last game. Nah, I don't. I think so under, under 217 and a half, yeah. But I might, I might parlay the Bucks in the under tonight. Just like no spread, Bucks money yep. line and the under. Yeah, and but like it's at minus two sixty right now is the money line. So yeah, which is not great. No, it's not great at all. Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta take I mean, the spread. I, I, I made I made us take the points, just buy back the points. Like I, like I was so ahead. dumb when I was in Vegas, I took the Nuggets money line for fifty bucks. I didn't really know what the line was. I figured it would be like I'd get 
35, 40 on my 50. Yeah. I get the ticket. It was like 50 to win 71. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a God, fucking moron. Yeah. And they just, still lost. Yeah, burn 50 bucks in the air. It happens, bro. It yeah. happens. You um, make it back at the craps table. Yeah, you sure do. And, and, and you're a professional poker player now. Well, I'm trying. I'm going to be in a tournament tomorrow, so I'm going to start playing tournaments all the time. If I win money, I'm coming out to Georgia. You're going to be a rounder out here. Yeah, I heard bad things. My buddy went to every ballpark in America, and he talked shit about your ballpark. What do you say? He was like, you know, I've been to Houston. St. Louis is awesome. He said his favorite was St. Louis, and he was like, Atlanta just didn't really do anything. He's like, they get a new ballpark, but they didn't really do anything that's like super special about it. He's like, it's just like a baseball stadium. He's like, you would think they would, you know, because they get new stadiums like every 20 years. They would do something really special or like out of the ordinary. I mean, I guess I agree with that sentiment. Like, I would rather have a dome. That way, like, there's no like weather delays, you know, like. Well, come on. Baseball's meant to be played outside. Eh, I, I don't think it's meant to be played outside. I would love to, I would have loved to play in a dome. But no, um, you are not a traditionalist. Uh, in in some word, in some sense of the word, I am. Yeah. But fuck I, your friend. Um, I'm not gonna say I'm in love with our ballpark, but I mean, it's, it's a, I'll tell my buddy Justin 10. Decker. You, I'll tell my buddy Justin Decker. He said, "Go fuck himself." Yeah, actually, I did say that. Tell him to go fuck himself. What about Jay Rayner? Nah, uh, Jay Rayner's gonna go fuck himself. The Phillies have lost like four games in a row. How's Bryce Harper doing? Pretty shitty. How how happy do you think people are that he's sucking? Oh, dude, I, all the posts on Facebook and Reddit that I've seen have been absolutely in 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 favor of him sucking. Continue like it's like people sucking. are enjoying it. Oh yeah, I mean he, it, because Mike, why people like Mike Trout is because he, he keeps his mouth shut for the most part. Well, well, Bryce you know, Harper just tells reporters that that's a clown question, bro, and wears his hat yeah. like a like, wears his hair like a fucking douche, and just you know, like he's just overall just a. A rigid guy. Yeah, it's sad because, you know, like, I, I liked a part of my take uh, podcast, and they had Christian Yelich on, and he was such a humble kid. Like, he's such a sweet, humble kid. And I, I feel like Mike Trout is just, like, another sweet, like, quiet guy. He just, like, goes about his business, just like a nice kid, just enjoying life. And then Harper, like, a lot of the shit he does unto himself, like – his antics, the yeah. shit he says, he throws teammates under the bus, and then like the hair flip is like, you know, like he's a. If they're making another baseball movie, like, have you ever seen he's Major the League? Yeah, he's the villain. Yeah, he he's the he's guy the, that like Jack Parkman. He's the new Jack Parkman. Yeah, he's the guy at the beginning of the movie that hits a home like hits home runs off your team, and then like what like walks the bases yep. to rub it in, and then at the end of the movie he's up See with the bases loaded. Yep. And he strikes out, and he just like it's just like the the pitcher throws three fucking hundred mile per hour fastballs by him. Yeah, um, and tells him. All right, let's so, get back to basketball. Um, but, but just say what do you feel about Jay Rayner? Give me, give me like, give me a sentence of Jay Rayner. Back to basketball, I think. No, Bucks, I want a Jay Rayner statement. Back to basketball. I think the Bucks win the first quarter today. I think that's an absolute lock. Um, what's the what's the spread two? Um, it is right at two. It is exactly two. See, I like that, but it's scary. And just, just take money line then. I think money line was like because Toronto might come out and and do what they did last game and then get tired again. Nah, 
I think I'll the Bucks this, are though, too listen, good of a Celtics, team. Dude. The Celtics won the first quarter of Game Two. Just letting you know. Just a little warning, and then they got smoked. Yeah, they sure did. So I'm just saying it's a. I'm just saying I'm being cautious about it. I want you to win money. I'm just being a friend. I Why are you looking that, at me weird? You just got that stupid look on your face right now. Because I'm being. I'm trying to help you. God, and you don't trust me. You don't like Jewish people. Nah, I love Jewish people. Even though you are Jewish. Yeah. Um, Brooke Lopez total points over eleven and a half is a good play to me. Um, over, right? Yeah, over, of course. And then. Even even George Hill over eight and a half seems to be okay. What about Bledsoe? Bledsoe is right at fourteen and a half. I think that's a little uh, too high. I I think he's an eleven what, twelve point guy. Tonight. What's Lowry at? Lowry is right at um, twenty fourteen and a half. I'm smashing the over wow. on that. Take the over on that. Yeah, I also so like. Um, what are the odds on that? On who? Lowry? He scored 30 points. Oh, it's minus 125 for the over. That's crazy. That's not too bad. Mark Gasol is at a nine and a half. I'm tempted to take the over on that, you know? Like, See, you never know with him. You never yeah. know. He's, he's the type of guy who scored 25 or he can score four. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also kind of scared. I don't know what to do about um, Giannis. His is at 28 and a half, the ultimate trap. Um, yeah. I, I'm really tempted to say under. Just because it's even odds instead of minus. You know, you know it's weird odds. about games like when you take guys like that. It's like with quarterbacks of the yards. If you feel that team is gonna lose, you take the over. Like if I'm like Tom Brady's gonna have behind. a tough game, I'm gonna take the over on the yards because he's gonna have to pass the whole game. But if he's gonna dominate, he's gonna hand off and he's gonna throw for like 220, 230. So what I look at some of those are like, who's the most desperate? So if I'm like the Bucks are gonna win easy. The freak doesn't have to do that much. Mm, like, good. all he has to do they'll is be, put 20 be, up. Yeah, they'll be playing um, starter or bench players by the end of the third quarter, you know? Uh, well, you know, six minutes, you know, left. And then, like, even, like, with the rotation, it's like they can rest them more. Mm-hmm. So that's less points. So if you believe Milwaukee's going to kill them, you know, the freak is more likely to have less points. Just a betting tip, Maddie Goldberg betting tip for you guys. Is that it's free? a little tricky. Like, how, like how, how how much should we Venmo for that? That the uh, Cohen is giving Maddie G. I like it. Sparring with me, you should spar with me more. Try you are the good, Johnny Sins with the try big to be dick. A good, try to be a good co-host. Um, I love you. Do you love me? Are you mad at me? Uh, no, I love you. I love you. So you know much. what I do, Cohen? Though I like to push your buttons. Like I like to. Uh, I like to get you like going. Like when I try to talk to you about girls or like what's going on in your your sex life, which probably is you jerking off to the Utah Jazz jerseys or something or mm-hmm. you know something weird Got like me. that. Or they sign some backup point guard to a ten day contract that you you like. Or some guy plays for Tulane in the D League and it gets your dick wet. I like busting your balls. Why are you no, all I'm, quiet? No, I'm, I'm just waiting on you to say something stupid. Like I ha- I've been saying everything I've said on the show is stupid. Yeah, like I, you like to watch Wade Phillips take big shits or whatever. No, I thought about like if you if you're gonna move into Andy Reid's house, you're, the first that I would be like is, dude, you know Andy Reid at like an 11 year old boy. They've replaced like, the toilets in there since. Like Andy Reid's like fucking 60, isn't he? He's probably 60, but I I would be like, dude, like. He probably one time just like had to come home from school and like I he's like I got a shit 
and he just blew up the toilet. And I'm like, that toilet is Andy Reid put his ass on it. That's what I would think about. God. I'm but sorry, I wouldn't be like, I would be like, I wonder if Andy Reid ever had sex or anything like that. Or if he was, he, he was like a chronic masturbator. Yeah, that's like, the kind like, of shit that you think about. How many times has Andy Reid jerked off on my street? But he probably wasn't that into sex because he went to BYU. Why well, the fuck moving on, moving on, moving on. We're, we're already at almost 40 minutes. So um, tomorrow, Golden State and Portland moved to Portland. Um, we're game number three. Golden State's up 2-0, yep. of course. Um, the spread is really small, like alarmingly small. It's at 2.5 right now. And the Warriors yeah. are favorites, or uh, dogs on the road. Plus See, it's two. like any time you can get the Warriors as a dog, you got to take it. I I'm mean, smashing it. I'm, I'm, I'm so going to put my smart. whole bankroll, like, like from tonight, I'm all tomorrow on, on Golden State on the road. I mean, the thing is, too, it's like you made all your money on Game 6 Warriors-Rockets because you were smart enough to be like, anytime the Warriors are a dog, you got to take it. Yeah, just to see what happens. I mean, it's like tonight the Red Sox are, are hot and they're a big dog against the Astros. And it's like, well, when they're and they're, and they're at home, yeah. So it's like, anytime you can get the Warriors, the best team as a dog, and then you can you can bet a money line and make money. Like you, it's like worth the risk. I mean, Portland might steal a game, but they probably won't. And if you and your friends are betters, like me and Jeremy Kuhn have our our favorite betting story ever to tell, is we were eating Korean barbecue one night. It was. Uh, I don't know if it was this this season or past season, and Golden State was just getting absolutely just slacked by like Orlando or somebody like on the road, yeah, and, and like a dumb Wednesday night game or something, you know, like yeah. it was one of those dumb games, and um, they're down like twenty one, twenty two points in the middle of the second or middle of the third, something like that, and um, me and Jeremy get them at like plus three fifteen or something. And, and and me and him both put like forty bucks on it, and like and and just watching them come back on the phone in the middle of this Korean barbecue restaurant was just the most scary thing. Like they erased a twenty point deficit in a matter of uh, five minutes. Uh, uh, yeah, probably not even that. Like that. Like and I'm sure everyone has a story like that with the Warriors. It's like damn, the Warriors well, are down the fifteen. Thing. You gotta just score. now you can get them good, and then next thing you know, they they've shot ten threes in the last two minutes, and now they're back into it. Well, it's like the Clippers, when, when they won their two games, especially the second game they won, mm-hmm. I mean, they just didn't let up. It, it's kind of like where, you know, more in football, you see a team up a lot, and then they kind of go into this prevent, and they kind of stop playing, and they kind of just start trying to waste clock. And the next thing you know, the other team has got all the momentum, and they just start scoring and scoring. And it happens fast. And the Warriors, it's like if you're playing them and you're up, you you can't let up one second. You gotta keep scoring. You gotta keep scoring. Like yeah, my favorite clock. my favorite thing about basketball is, um, you know, baseball. There's like players getting hot streaks and players get cold and pitchers get untouchable at times. And there's very little rhyme or reason for that. Sometimes, sometimes it's just time to go off. Sometimes it's not. But in basketball, the team that wins and the team that makes the most shots in a game. It, there, there's there's one deciding factor. It's tempo. Whatever team dictates the tempo is the team that ultimately is gonna is gonna have the best shot to win the game. 
And like you said about the Clippers, the Clippers didn't get scared and fall to their knees whenever Golden State started getting hot and were up by 30. What they did was they upped their tempo to match the tempo of the Warriors. That way they didn't dictate the flow of the game anymore. And once once you have your hands on the flow of the game and you dictate the flow of the game, you can make any team do whatever you want. And they didn't let up. They just kept scoring and scoring and scoring. Mm-hmm. So once you like get a little like, all right, we got a nice lead. We can rest a little. Yeah. You're fucked. You got to play 48 minutes against the Warriors and score and score and score. I promise you, every single NBA basketball game is 48 minutes long. They don't cut them off uh, early. I believe you. Um, about, the the, um, about the over-under for this game, it's a little bit um, – I don't know. I think I think it's a little bit high for um, what we yeah. saw last game. It's a two twenty one. I'm gonna try the under. Um, I'm not like super confident that it's gonna hit or anything, but I'm gonna try the under to um, see if we can't get some some reprieve from the last few nights of scoring. Well, hopefully you know, fly, it'll hit. Fly, flying into a new city, um, playing a really desperate desperate team. I could see uh, the Warriors missing a few more shots than they usually would. It seems like the first game, the under hits, and the second game, the over hits in these mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. So I, I might even take the over tonight. Was the over hit last over. game? I'm, I'm, so still I, so I, I, I'm just going with the with the alternate from last game. The law of averages. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I... First half points for the Warriors is kind of tempting at 55 and a half. Um. I think the Warriors are uh, the first half. I think the Warriors win the first half. Um, Trailblazers is way too high, fifty-eight and a half. I'm going under first half, fifty-eight and a half for the Trailblazers tomorrow. That's a lot of points. Yeah, it is fifty-eight and a half for a, a. I get it; they're desperate, but they could not get their footing until late in the game. You know. No, they couldn't score close to fifty-eight points and a half. Yeah, no, the hell they scored what thirty-eight in game one in the first half. Yeah, but they will be home. Yeah, they will be home. They'll be pumped up, and they'll have a crazy-ass crowd. They have a great crowd. The Moda Center is nice. I I do enjoy watching those. Um, Clay Thompson, um, I think the streak may take a hit tomorrow night. I think um, the over-under at 25.5 right now is a little Uh too high for him for game three. Um, I think he's more 21, 22 points in this game. So I go under 25.5. Steph Curry's at 32.5. I probably say he's at 27, 28, 29 points. I go under on him as well. Um, okay. Same thing with McCollum, 23 and a half. I think he's 18, 19, 20. Wow. Um, you have a lot of faith in these trailblazers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, Kevon Looney, I think he's going to get up more than eight and a half points. Uh, he's so you're like really lately. into player props now. Yeah, yeah. I like player props. How many How many player props do you put on a game? Like six, seven? Is it, is it like a game like this, or is it like a regular season game? Or I don't know. I mean, the one that only tempts me is Lowry at 14 and a half. I think he's going to score 20, 25. I can't believe it's that low, honestly. If it's like a, like a pretty important playoff game um, with two – offensively driven teams that have lots of chances to put up points. I like it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like taking a, a Jay Crowder over 12 and a half for a regular season jazz game. That scares the fuck out of me. You know, like, that just gives me anxiety. So well, I, I, I really won't take there. that, but you know, player props are fun. If you take a few of them, it gives you more insight to just to watch. It is fun. Games. I love, I love player props. I mean, I'm looking at this Lowry one. And it's very tempting. Yeah. I mean, 14 points is not hard to get. It is. Um, so I think me and you both have favorites in um, in both games tonight and tomorrow night. 
Um, I'm going to go with Golden State tonight, unfortunately, and I'm going to go with, uh, uh, I mean, the Bucks tonight and then yep. Golden State tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I I agree. Both favorites, I'll take them. Um, the draft lottery was on Tuesday night. Whenever yep. we podcasted, um, we did not get the order before we got the pod out. So this is our official draft lottery coverage. Um, some really weird things happened on, on the draft lottery. Um, the top four teams were just kind of odd. Like the Lakers were in, in, in line for the four pick, which I don't know. They were kind of a middle of the road tanking team. Like they weren't that bad this year. Um, yeah. The Knicks got the third pick. But Memphis and New fun. Orleans, I don't know, should have been anywhere near the top of the draft lottery. Well, know? we know we know that the, the draft is not rigged. That's for sure. Yeah. Because if it was rigged, the Knicks and the Lakers would get one and two. Mm-hmm. 100%. And the or Knicks Cleveland. got fucked because mm-hmm. nobody's going to be excited for R.J. Barrett. Nobody. Yeah, no. no, they're not. Um, I'll tell you who's ab- absolutely upset is uh, Atlanta Hawks fans. They were absolutely, yeah, he was, they were an absolutely bottom five team in the NBA this year. And uh, they ended up getting eight and 10, which has got to hurt. The only player that you can pick at at that end to me is uh, Roy Achimura from. um, I think, do you think the NBA fucked them because their attendance sucks so bad? Not, uh, well, the attendance really wasn't that bad this year uh, because of the, the new renovations. I just think it serves the Hawks fans right for expecting a good pick and, and tanking. Like it's rough because you get two picks, you get two chances. You at least want to get in the top five. This is so why you play the damn ten. games. Play the it's games, brutal. win the games. It is brutal. Look at New Orleans. They were fighting for a playoff spot up until the last quarter of the and season. It, and it and sucks then, because Zion essentially has the same position as AD. And it's like, well, how are they both going to play at the same time? I, if not, I was New Orleans, I would gone. trade AD. No, it, it's he, already a foregone conclusion that he is absolutely gone. I would trade him, and then you get like three players with Zion, and you got something. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would, I would not only trade AD, I would trade Zion too. The first pick for Zion, switch, move them both out, whether it be together or separate, and you can just get an absolutely king's ransom. From, from two poor teams or one poor team that just needs a, something going, like, you could absolutely start rebuilding a team from scratch if you traded both of those picks, or AD and the pick. But um, as it stands right now, the draft lottery order of the first 10 follows New Orleans, Memphis, New York, L.A., Lakers, Cleveland, Phoenix, Chicago, Atlanta, Washington, and then Atlanta again, and that, and that was the pick from Dallas. Boy, did the, the Hawks pick. get fucked. No, they sure did. People are not happy about it here, but my opinion serves them right. That's what but happens when you tank what it. Is. I liked pick. it. You, you, you can't just tank it because if you lose the lottery, you lose the lottery, and that's it. Yep. So it's like you can't tank it because there's no guarantee, you know, and they don't want teams tanking it. No, they don't. You know? And, I mean, it wasn't really that far out of, out of the realm of possibilities. Um, the percentage for the top pick for the Hawks, I think, was only at t- – Ten and a half percent. So I mean, it's not like I mean it was a foregone conclusion. Show you were a top three team for the pit. You know, like this is why you play the damn games. Yep, I agree. Um, so I guess that's it for our NBA coverage. Um, there's not much to talk about in the NFL except for a few things. 
um, the Denver Broncos have signed, or no, the Ravens have signed uh, Shane Ray and Malcolm Floyd. That happened like just now, like a, like a few. Like, well, I mean, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, Malcolm Floyd is not the greatest receiver, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I do like Shane Ray. I did like him on Denver, though. I don't know why they let go of him. I don't know if he failed a physical or what. Um, Patrick Peterson has been suspended for the first six games for uh, performance-enhancing drugs. And if I read correctly, I don't have the webpage in front of me right now, but it's because of Adderall. Did I lose you? No, you didn't lose me. You're just not listening. I'm out of it. Fuck, why would you say that? Now I gotta delete that. Sorry. What time is it? Fuck. Got to meet this old lady at two. I'm running around today like a maniac. I hate it. I'm not your pusher. All right. Um. And honestly, I was mistaken. It was not um. Peterson. They got suspended for the Adderall. It was uh, Dion Jordan. But wasn't it Patrick Peterson? It, he, got he, he got hit for six games for PEDs, but I, I thought his yeah. was Adderall, but that was Deion Jordan's. What do you think about Jamie Collins coming back to the Pats? Eh, I think he's a little bit too old. That was weird. He was yeah, so good, and then they got rid of him because he had a bad attitude, and now yep. he's back. He wanted a big deal, and nobody gets the deals. No, not a linebacker. Um, Let's see. Um, bum, 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 bum. You got the Preakness. I have no idea who's going to win. I apologize, people. I have not been focusing on horse racing. I never win. I did get a, a, a little piece of the Kentucky Derby, the third, but, you know, I I, I apologize for not having a, a pick for the Preakness. I will. I'll study it tonight. Uh, I'm looking at it. I just don't want one of Bob Baffert's horses to win. Win-win-win is at 15-1. He was supposed to do good at the Kentucky Derby. And Probable is back at 5-2 to two in the four position. I just don't see – I just see, again, another course coming out of nowhere and winning. Yeah. War Will is in the first position at 4-1. to one. That's pretty good odds at 4-1 to because you can win some money. You can't win a lot of money at 5-2. to two. Uh, And uh, I might just throw a bunch on all the the long shots and hopefully, like – you know, one goes through like Everfast is fifty to one. Uh, the one that won Country House was sixty-five to one. Yeah, and I I don't even see him on here. So no, he's not in it for some reason. Yeah, I don't see weird. him or the um, maximum the uh, maximum security. I didn't see. Him yeah, there. I keep calling maximum security maximum penalty because there's a band I like called maximum yeah. penalty. Landy did get the Hockey, maximum penalty. The Bruins are in the Stanley Cup. Are you ready for another duck boat parade in Boston? No, I'm not, but um, I am glad that Carolina got knocked out of it. Weird. You don't want a team from the South to do well? Jesus no, I, I, don't, I don't want Tom Dundon to do well. He's the one who canceled the AAF. Well, the XFL will be back next year to, to give your thirst of football at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else to say. Sorry, uh... 
that I was a little uh, testy with you today. I was giving you a hard time. I apologize. I just like having fun with you. All right, you you need to quit eating brownies before you do the episodes or something. You're just you're wild today. I'm just being Maddie G. Nah, your eyes are all I, high. You're 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 floaty about something. I think I got excited because Wade Phillips' daughter is really cute and she lives like twenty feet from me. Um, other than the baseball standings, um, there's not much to say. Um, the Twins are still hot. The Astros are the hottest team in baseball, nine and one in their last ten. Um, the NL East isn't as good as we thought it would be. The Phillies have lost three in a row. The Braves are, I think, a game and a half behind them. The NL Central is the division of death like everyone thought it would. Um, the Reds are in last place at 20 and 24. I don't know what else you can ask Crazy. for out of a division like that. And they're they're playing good. They are. Um, they're 6-4 and four in their last 10. One, two in a row. Yeah, it's crazy. The I Dodgers. Mean, the division of death. Um, the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks are both doing pretty good. The Padres are still hanging on. The Rockies aren't as good as I thought they would be. I thought the Rockies would be in the Padres' place right now, but they're a few games below 500. And you um, thought the Diamondbacks wouldn't be this good? No, no, 24 and 20. That's a especially after shipping off Paul Goldschmidt. I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's half Jewish. I don't know if you knew that. It sounds like it. Goldberg um, Goldschmidt. In the American League, um, the just like we thought they would, the Red Sox and the Yankees are back on the the yeah. hunt. The Red, Red Sox, Sox are Astros tonight should be interesting. A team that's eight and two in their last ten and nine and one in their last ten. I might this put money nice on the game. Red Sox because they're a dog tonight, even though the Astros are red hot. Yeah, no, well, the law of averages, my man. This is baseball. It is baseball. Any given day. Any given day. Um, the Twins are pretty hot still. They haven't fallen off. They're fifteen and eight at home, and even better, they're thirteen and seven on. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here. Thank you for listening to episode eighty-four. You can find me at Cohen underscore Hughes on Instagram, um, Facebook search Cohen Hughes. You find the podcast at TDD Pod on Instagram or Twitter. Maddie Goldberg is at Maddie Goldberg One on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. Episode eighty four, the Daily Degenerate Podcast. Thanks. <laughs>